Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravens Craft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 471, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And my friends, this week, I am so excited yet again to bring in a co-host friend of mine, Mark Mason from Late Night Internet Marketing. Mark, how are you? I'm, I'm great. I mean, you're excited now, but you haven't gotten the bill yet. <laughs> that's right it's, the check is in the mail i'll pay you twice as much for this episode as the last one you were on that's right double you know it, it it's like it's like our friend ray edwards if we mention ray which we just did rayedwards.com he owes us a hundred dollars hundred bucks that's right <laughs> i love his podcast when they do that the funny, how do we split how do we split that do i get like can i have 25 of the hundred sure yeah if, okay. if, he, if he sends us the hundred i'll send you i'll send you 25 for sure that sounds great all right Good stuff, man. Well, I am excited to have you on. Last time you were on the episode, we were, what were we talking about? Kajabi, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Kajabi. God bless you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which, by the way, for those who are interested, uh, just right out of the gate, I am officially an affiliate with Kajabi now. And I know a lot of people are out there, you know, just digging into it, looking into it. You've probably pulled up newkajabi.com a couple times and clicked on the pricing uh, page. I don't know if you ever do that. Mark, when when you hear a bunch of people talking about a new product and it's kind of interesting or intriguing to you, I, do you ever just go to the, the 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 services website and then spend maybe an hour on their pricing <laughs> and features and like do that like every day for like fifteen to twenty days in a row? Yeah, bright shiny object dream syndrome. You bet. Yep. Yep. So if anybody is interested, uh, I do have an affiliate link. It is podcastanswerman.com slash Kajabi. Now you should spell Kajabi because who knows how to spell that? Well, I'll tell you what, just go to podcastanswerman.com and in the sidebar, click on the Kajabi link, but it's K-A-J-A-B-I. Kajabi. Kajabi. Anyway. I, I, I love that name, by the way. That's almost worth using it. And let me say something about Kajabi because, you know, I've, I'm, I've been around that for a long time because I was around with the original launch of Kajabi when, when those guys, Andy and those guys were launching that. Um, yeah, I, you know, I've been looking at it recently because of the stuff that you've been launching and I've been looking at your stuff and I just recently, and I won't say which course, but I just recently invested in a course that's not using a high end system like Kajabi and it makes a big difference in, in the presentation. And so um, you know, we've, especially for people on the high end, I think, you know, having that finished polish makes a pretty big difference. I, I totally agree. And that it's, it's all about taking everything to the next level, which, by the way, if you don't have Kajabi and you can't afford something like Kajabi, or at least you don't think that you can afford it, you don't think there's going to be enough sales right out of the gate to be able to to get a good return on that investment right out of the gate. I just want to say this. I've been doing podcasting A to Z with over 600 students now without it being in Kajabi, but I can tell you what, I'm, go, I'm, I'm a whole lot more proud of what's getting ready to happen in, in the next session of A to Z than what I've been doing previously. And the thing is, I'm very proud of what I've done so far, 100% satisfaction rating. Not many online courses can boast about that, but uh, fun stuff. I, Mark, I've been taking some massive action, as you know, uh, with the you know taking things to the next level. I mean, all of my existing tutorials are now in Kajabi. There's something that I haven't even brought up. I don't even think I've made even a slight mention of it in this podcast. Uh, and it's something that I probably will have you come on and talk with me about in the future. And it's Help Scout. Oh, yeah, we have to do a we totally I'm signed up for that. We have to do a Help Scout episode. Those guys are awesome. Yes, they are. And by the way, Help Scout is an online service uh, that allows you to do a help desk. It, it, you, so basically, you can set it up to where people email support at podcastanswerman.com, for example, and it opens up a support ticket inside of the software. You can have a team, and it's basically like a shared email inbox, and you can have notes back and forth, all kinds of stuff. That's going to be a future episode at some point down the road. Mark and I spent days going back and forth looking at all the different options that were available to us, and we but we each chose something different to go with, and we almost convinced each other to switch to the other person's <laughs> service. 
It was yeah, a- it's pretty pretty crazy stuff, right? So I mean, we we had this debate, right, about what the best software was, and um, I don't remember who had what, but eventually we settled on Help Scout, and I'm really excited about that. I, I really feel like we made a good decision for several reasons that we'll cover in that future episode, but the rate at which they're continuing to evolve the software is exciting too. And so I, it, that, there's a lot to talk about there. We'll, we'll save all that yep. for the next, next time we get together. But in this week's episode, <laughs> we are going to talk about email marketing and specifically we're going to talk about one email marketing service provider. And this Mark, I would say in the past one year <laughs> for the past 12 months, I've probably gone to convertkit.com at least 400, 500 times and never once yet pulled the trigger on this thing. But absolutely knowing without any shadow of a doubt, when I finally am ready to take my email marketing to the next level, I knew I was going to sign up for ConvertKit. Yeah, and and how many times did you go there because I was nagging you about taking your email marketing to the next level well probably at least a hundred of those times and it's it's just watching pat you know our good friend pat flynn taking things to the next level with his email marketing and his segmentation and then of course you know watching our friend ray you know he of course he's using what is that infusionsoft and he's doing some pretty amazing things inside of infusionsoft and i and i've just noticed how you know, when somebody's signing up for an opt-in and they get this dripped content from him and if somebody clicks on a link and then all of a sudden it pulls them out of the marketing campaign for that product because they've already bought the product, but then there's a, a different follow-up sequence. And just seeing how strategic and how well thought out and planned those different sequences and all that automation is, these are things that people on MailChimp and AWeber can only dream of. Yeah. And I, I think it's um, it. Their Mailchimp and Awimper are feeling the pain because um, I see a lot of discussion online about people talking about I left Aweber and converted to ConvertKit, and I think you and I are now on that list. Yes, I full blown. I am completely on ConvertKit now. In fact, unlike my good friend Mark Mason. I, and for good reason, you have a great reason I'm sure you'll talk about in just a second, or maybe you'll allude to it. But anyway, I, I completely deleted my AWeber account. Yeah, you're, you're all in. I mean, that's a very Cliff Ravenscraft thing to do is just like, just ready, fire, aim, jump off the cliff, that, uh, uh, the, the cliff. See, you see what I did there? I like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so we, now I I think it's important for me to share with folks my experience with email marketing up to this point and tell you that this has been something that has been probably one of the greatest needs in my business to take to the next level. And it's just not been a priority up till now. And I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with it not being a priority moving forward. So uh, for the first several years of my business from... All the way going, I, the day that I should have started my mailing list was the day I launched my very first podcast online. This would have been December 2005. <laughs> as soon as I started my lost podcast, I should have instantly created a mailing list so that the p- subscribers of our weekly lost podcast could subscribe to get updates from us and announcements and all kinds of other stuff. And then when I launched each, each subsequent podcast after that, I should have done I should have had a mailing list all the way back to 2005. However, I did not have a mailing list until October 2010. Mark, October 2010, and that's actually 2 years after I had I'd already been doing this full time before I this actually is, had a mailing this list. This is such a common story that you know, email marketing seems complicated to people. It seems like a lot of work. There's automation involved in software and people ain't nobody got time for that. You know, and they, they and you hear this all the time and you hear people, including Pat Flynn, say that, you know, one of the biggest mistakes that they've made in their business, you know, when you tally up all the things that they would wish for do overs, they oftentimes you'll hear marketers talk about, man, I should have started building that list. So, if it makes you feel better, you're not alone. 
I'm not alone. And I do know that. And the interesting thing was I remember in October 2010, the very first thing I did is I went searching for a mailing list provider. And so what did I do? I reached out to all of my peers in the online marketing space and I asked them for what they were using. And the big ones were MailChimp, AWeber, and there was constant contact. And I think Infusionsoft was probably around at that point as well. And uh, so I, I looked at all of the different options. Infusionsoft, the cost on that thing was way out of my pricing range at the time. And I noticed that MailChimp seemed to, here's what I did like. I loved the aesthetic look and feel of the, the back end of MailChimp. It was very aesthetically pleasing. And the other thing is, is a free account for life for up to a certain number of subscribers. And knowing that I had zero subscribers and it might take me a while to build my list, um, yeah, I was very much drawn into this free account. And so I signed up for a free MailChimp account. And over the course of about two months, I built a list, an email list of 200 people. Now, by the way, my up until this week, up until this week, my email opt-in said this and I'm, I'm actually going to see if I can pull it up here on this is great and the, for those of you that are taking notes about how to do great marketing don't write this down don't write I, this I mean, down this is the this is the most ridiculous marketing thing you're ever going to hear on a podcast go ahead all right so here's this basically please join my mailing list subscribers to the podcast answer man mailing list are the first to be notified of new training products and services and i occasionally make uh, or notify you of um, uh, discounts on 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 services from time to time i can't remember the exact wording of the second line but it was basically let me roughly translate to you what my opt-in or my lead magnet was <laughs> please give me your email address and i will notify you the next time i have something to sell you and every copywriter on the planet just rolled over and died. Yeah. But, you know, here's what I can tell you, though. In the first two months that I had a mailing list, 200 people in my community said, Cliff, oh, my gosh, yes, I would love to be notified the next time you have a product or service that I can buy from you. And that yeah, I mean, you talk about qualified leads, right? I mean, that's that's what we mean in marketing when we say qualified leads. These are people that want to buy your stuff. So that is an upside of the way that you did that. You knew exactly what you had on that list. And most email marketers can't say that they really know what they've got. So here's what I did. After two months, I sent out my very first email. Yes, I am not kidding. Okay, they all got a welcome to the mailing list. Thank you for signing up. I'll be sure to contact you the next time I have a new product or service or have a discount that I'm offering. So that was my welcome message. Now, they did not get an email from me until two months later. And two months later, I sent my first email to my mailing list. And I, and it was, I think the subject line was Podcast Answer Man boot, uh, Webinar Boot Camp Series. And I had told them I was going to do seven weekly webinars, one, episode, one webinar a week for seven weeks. And each webinar was going to contain a two-hour uh, educational session on me training you and teaching you how to do the things that people most hire me, the seven most popular things people hire me to teach them. And at the time, people were paying $150 an hour for my time. So that was $300 per session. So each of these webinars is going to contain $300 worth of value. If you sign up for this webinar, it, for any of these webinars, it's $100 per webinar or if you sign up for all seven of them, you can get it for $5.95. That was my very first email ever sent to my list with only 200 subscribers. And Mark, within 10 days, I made $16,000. Yeah, so here's the moral of the story here. Email marketing, is it works. And, and that kind of example is still true today. And you weren't even doing it well, obviously. I was doing it terribly. You're doing it, you're doing it terribly. But, you know, email marketing is is a very direct and, and intimate form of communication. People had given you permission to ask for that sale. That's it's permission marketing. And and that is one of the best examples I've ever heard where you just said, Hey, let me, you know, give me permission to let you know when I have something for sale. Okay. 
you can tell me when you have something for sale. And then you did that and bam, amazing conversion. And that that's a great story. Yeah. And and it's one that I've told many times. So I, I was, I and of course I, I did use my mailing list consistently. I, I would about once every month to every other month, I would send an email notifying people of either a new product that was available, a new digital tutorial or marketing my podcasting A to Z course. That's and for the past several years since 2010, that's the, that's mostly been all I've done. Now, with the exception over the last 18 months, I've had it kind of a, as a desire and a goal of mine to kind of send a little bit more content that's valuable to people who are on my list more than just a sales message or a sales pitch each time. So I, I over the last year or so, I've done a lot better at sending some valuable content without any kind of sales message whatsoever. So I, I've done a little bit of that in there, but mostly I've used it for what people signed up for. I mean, literally, they signed up to an opt-in form that says, please notify me the next time you have a product for me to buy, or if you have a discount on any of your existing products. That's what they That's what they signed up for. That's pretty much what I've given them since 2010. Now, about a year after I, I signed up with MailChimp, I noticed that I was having a little bit of some issues uh, with certain things, I, I didn't like their opt-in form by, uh, that they had, and I noticed their integrations with some other third-party services weren't as robust as what I was hearing from all of my other friends who were using AWeber, such as Pat Flynn, Mark Mason, and a couple other really awesome people as well. And so I was I was convinced that I needed to switch over to AWeber, and I made that switch, and at the time, I was very happy with the decision. And um, AWeber did allow me to have some third-party integrations such as when I, now of course, a lot of these exist for MailChimp today as well, but they didn't back then. But now I could actually go in and, and sign up, have some people sign up for a go-to webinar session and automatically add them to a list inside of AWeber and lots of other form integrations and things like that. Um, Integrations with third-party services is something that is important for mailing lists out there, and pretty much all of them offer this functionality now. And even if they don't, as long as they have an API, you can use a service called Zapier or Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R.com, and you can at least have it set up so that if somebody, it's an if this, then that kind of formula. So if somebody buys a product in Kajabi, then go and add that person to your mailing list and that can happen for you. But back then I knew that I needed something more robust than I had with MailChimp and with the number of subscribers that I was getting, I found it would even be cheaper with AWeber. So they had free for life on MailChimp, but then all of a sudden I, when I started getting about you know, 1,500, 2,000 subscribers, I found it was actually cheaper to go with AWeber. So I made the switch and I've been on AWeber for a very long time until this week. And yeah, so why did you so go to AWeber? What was your experience there? Yeah, so let me let me tell you the brief history of what a lot of people refer to as marketing automation. Infusionsoft rocked the entire world by coming out with their product and the visual builder and all that stuff. And that was sort of a $300 a month proposition. And so for big companies and, you know, and even medium sized companies, when they came down from the sort of thousands of dollars a month level into the, you know, sub thousand dollar a month level, that rocked marketing. And then the AWeber guys, which started off, AWeber started off essentially as a college student with a Perl script AWeber came out with something that was incredibly affordable and powerful. And as you alluded to, had all this integration possibilities because these were kids programming, essentially college kids writing software. And, and that rocked internet marketing and, and online marketing. And then MailChimp changed the game by offering the first ever free for life kind of plan. And that opened up marketing for everybody with no budget, right? All the, all of the startup guys. And then the fourth, the fourth, uh, you know, fourth earthquake that has happened is this kind of uh, convert kit thing that's going on that we're going to get into. And to answer your question, the reason that I went to AWeber was because at the time that I got involved in internet marketing in 2009, it was the de facto standard 
for internet marketers. I mean, there was absolutely none better in the industry. It had the highest level of integration. They dominated. And then they went to sleep. And I, and, and I think that's where ConvertKit, uh, you know, kind of caught them by surprise or, you know, after a decade of, of from my perspective, relatively modest improvements at AWeber, ConvertKit comes in with a whole different idea about how to do email marketing and how to manage automation and segmentation and just they've totally crushed it. I mean, it's an amazing product. For those of you who are hearing Mark and and then that last sentence specifically of things that he just said with uh, segmentation, automation, if if all of a sudden you're you're just glossing over because you it's it's like oh my gosh what are these complicated words we're talking about here we're gonna get into that in just a little bit but yeah so th- that's exactly it and and it was that that kind of feeling that AWeber was the default stat. Um, standard that man if you cliff if you're going to be serious about internet bar- marketing if you're serious about building an online business you really want aweber as your mailing list provider and that's why i switched over to aweber and they had better looking uh opt-in forms which was important to me as well aesthetics are a really big thing to me and so so yeah so i made the switch to aweber and you know, the thing is, though, is I, I still, in all of this time, I've never built an autoresponder series. Mark, real quickly, just in a couple of sentences here, explain what an autoresponder series is. Yeah, absolutely. So the auto part is automatic, and responder is, talks about this idea of sending emails. So it's the automatic sending of emails. So an autoresponder is simply if you sign up for an email list, what emails do you get automatically kind of dripped to you at a rate? And the most common way we see this used, of course, is in e-courses or something like that, where you sign up on the promise of getting, you know, a five-day e-course about some topic. And every day at, at a specified time, the next email comes out. And it doesn't matter whether you sign up on Christmas morning, on Valentine's Day, or in the middle of the summer, whenever you personally sign up, you get an email at the programmed rate that's been set for that autoresponder. And it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it, and it's a way to... Uh, here, let me explain to you what I've been doing and and what's frustrating about it. So over this past year, I've sent a lot of extremely valuable emails. I took a lot of time. It's like, okay, it's I had it on my to-do list to write to send out an email to my list today. And I spent, let's just say, an hour and a half, two hours formatting and formulating what I'm going to say in this email. And then I sent it out to everybody on my mailing list. But then all of a sudden, uh, let's just say three or four days go by. And now there's eight new people on my mailing list that weren't on there before. And guess what? If I don't do anything about it, those eight people that just signed up, they'll never see the email that I just wrote, ever. It will never be sent to them. And not to mention the fact that, um, you know, it, 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 this, these emails are just one-time thing and they're kind of disposable. And, it, it, and, and future subscribers aren't going to get them. However, if I were to set these up and as an autoresponder series, I could write these emails and say, here's here's the first one in the sequence. And for me personally, my I think what I feel for, for the way that I want to communicate is like one email per week would be what I would typically do. And so I, I would have what I would consider to be the default autoresponder series. And this is you know, going to go to the overall audience. If you're not segmented into some other list and some other responder series, the default setting would be once a week, every week, you're going to get an email from me. And what I would do is I would write an email and I would add it to this sequence of emails that are going to come out. And so the good news is that if let's just say that the email I write today is the fifth one in the series, that means that the people who are already in the series waiting for the next email to come out, boom, as soon as I write this fifth email, they're instantly going to get it. But people who sign up tomorrow are going to get that email five weeks from now. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you're you're building something and, it, and it, in some ways it, it's it's a passive it's a passive income thing or an evergreen content thing like when you write a blog post you know you write a blog post today and all of your readers that are readers readers of your blog today 
they read that valuable content today. But if three months from now someone discovers your blog, that content is still there and available for them. And the only thing that's different about an autoresponder, the idea that it adds in is you're you're controlling the order and rate at which they see stuff once they discover you. And that's a super powerful thing because if there are key important ideas, like for example, an idea for Cliff Ravenscraft might be the most important thing you can do in your business is create valuable content. You might, you might want to make sure that everybody who comes across you, you understands that that's what you think is one of the most important things in business. And an auto, maybe you've got five or six of those type things. An autoresponder allows you to make sure that people that discover you and opt into your list get the important content that you want them to get in the rate that you want them to get it. Exactly. And so I, what I want to point out is that MailChimp AWeber and practically every other serious email marketing provider service out there is going to offer you the ability to do these autoresponders. This was I, I did not need to leave AWeber to be able to pull off an autoresponder series. The issue that I was running into, though, is that I had all of these people with diverse interests and different backgrounds that I was trying to communicate to. So for example, Mark, what remember I told you that the most popular thing that I send an email out when I'm actually looking to promote something is my podcasting A to Z course. <laughs> and the one thing that you don't want to do is say, you know, let's just and by the way, I'm just going to be very transparent. Today as of today, I have 4,000 people on my mailing list, which is not a big list compared to some of my friends. But again, I want people to realize that's 4,000 people who signed up saying, Cliff, the next time you have something that I can buy from you, please let me know. <laughs> so um, I, I just want to say that when I send out one email, I can typically generate somewhere between twenty dollars to $60,000 with a single email to 4,000 people. So it's, pretty, it's a pretty awesome list in my mind. Uh, and which goes to this whole concept of size doesn't matter when it comes to the list. It's how engaged your your audience is. And 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 trust me, there's a whole lot more about this. We'll talk about in in some information that we're going to provide to you later. But um, the the issue that I would have is that with four thousand people on my mailing list, I'm going to tell you that at least half of them. Although I can tell you this, I don't even know what I don't even know what the number is. But I'm just going to guess, and that's all I can do at this very moment in time, which is going to change very soon. But all I can do is guess is that out of the 4,000 people who are on my mailing list, my guess is that about 2,000, maybe even 3,000 of those people already have a podcast. Would you th think that that's a safe assumption with my audience, Mark? Yeah, and um, how valuable is podcasting A to Z for a very successful podcaster with 40 or 50 or 100 or 200 episodes. It's extremely valuable to some of them. Yes. And, and the reason I say that is because I have had a number of people who fit that exact description who've gone through the course. And in fact, I've had two people who fit that description who actually went the, through the course twice but for completely different reasons than why I've actually marketed it. And so here's my problem that I've ran into is every time I've wanted to send an email to my list to promote podcasting A to Z, I send out one email to my entire list that says, hey, just want to let you know that in three weeks, my next session of podcasting A to Z is going to launch. If you have not yet launched your podcast, I would love to be your personal coach for the next four weeks. Let me explain to you all the benefits that you're going to get, blah, blah, blah. This is what the, but here's what I just said. If you have not yet, wait a second, there are, right. there are over 2,500 people on my list probably that already have a podcast and here I am, I'm, I'm literally letting them know I have no idea who you are or anything about you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I've just exposed the fact that I have no clue that you're already an existing podcaster in my community. What a horrible way to communicate to your audience. But that's what I've been doing for the past several years because, well, I have, I have this one list and it's called the Podcast Answer Man list. Now, with that being said, in AWeber, I could create different lists. I could actually create a list 
uh, for Podcast Answer Man don't have a podcast yet and a list for Podcast Answer Man, I do have a podcast. And and so I could put people on different lists, but that's one of the hangups with AWeber. And that was that um, you're charged by subscriber with AWeber. And the interesting thing is if, and there are some times when you would have people who are on multiple lists. So for example, I had a, a list for GSPN, which was my network. These are people who wanna be informed of new podcasts that we're releasing, or they're just interested in, in all the other content that we're producing, and it's not necessarily business related to Podcast Answer Man. So that's my GSPN list. But then I would have my Podcast Answer Man list. And I just, and I just realized this, I had 270 people who are on both lists. And because of that, um, I was actually charged twice for each of those 270 people. Yeah, it's frustrating. And I just want to make one comment about this because I know you'll get some comments in the show notes on this. Aweber is desperately trying to to catch up with this, to to fix this. And they've 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 made some additions and and I applaud them for this. You know, it's it's a great competition in the marketplace is an awesome thing, um, and so they they are desperately trying and they've they've introduced a, an idea called tagging, which is very similar to what we're going to talk about in ConvertKit a little bit. So they have something there, and it I could not solve the problem that you're talking about using those tools in Aweber to my satisfaction, and that's why I moved to ConvertKit. So yep. Just to, just to head off the emails and the comments, so I understand Aweber is working mightily to to close the feature gap between themselves and ConvertKit. And my assessment of it was they they're not anywhere close, and that's why I moved. I and absolutely one hundred percent agree with you. And in fact, I even even before they came out with the beta beta tagging system that they're working on building right now. Even before that, I did find a way to go into Aweber to avoid sending. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I already know there's over 600 people who have gone through podcasting A to Z, right? They're called my A to Z alumni. Uh, so here's the here's the thing. I I <laughs> those 600 people are on my mailing list, <laughs> and I'm sitting there sending an email to yeah. everyone on my mailing list and would you like me to help you it's like dude i already went through it so i would actually have a couple people it's like haha cliff thanks for letting me know that your next course is coming up i i've really enjoyed your course it was so valuable i'll be sure to let somebody else know but obviously they're like letting me know it's like i've you know i probably won't be signing up since i just signed up you know just finished i just completed your course two weeks ago you know that kind of deal and so i'm like why am i doing this and so what i did is inside of Aweber, you can go into a subscriber and they have a field called additional notes. And I put in, without any spaces, the A-T-O-Z, which is A to Z. And so what I did is in the, I, I pulled up every single person who's, I, I searched for their email address, pulled up every single person who's already gone through A to Z and added the additional note A to Z in that field. And then you can create a segment of your list inside of Aweber. And so what I did is I actually went into the subscribers field inside of Aweber and I said, I want you to do a search for anybody who or any any subscriber who has the phrase A to Z inside of the additional notes field. And then it gave me a list of all of those people. And then what I did is I actually, you know what? I, I didn't do that. I, I actually tried that at first and then I realized it was a huge mistake. So I originally did that and then I and I created that segment. It was called A to Z alumni. And then I went to go send an email uh, broadcast to promote podcasting A to Z and I wanted to send it to everybody who wasn't on that list, but you couldn't do that. So then what I had to do is I went back and deleted that segment and then I did a search and I said, I need a list of all of my subscribers where the additional fields does not contain the phrase A to Z. So basically, I, need, I needed to create a segment that was everybody on my list except for the ones who have A to Z in the thing. And then I was able to send a broadcast email and say, I want you to send this out to everyone who is in this segment, which is everyone who has not already gone through the course. Did, did I explain that in a way that made sense logically? 
Well, I mean, you did as good a job as possible, but it's reminding me of the crazy flow that you described for for your products that you were selling online before you went to Kajabi. So this is kind of an analogous thing. You had this broken thing that wouldn't scale that you're now in the process of fixing. Exactly. Which, by the way, I have already fixed. So um, so Kajabi or not Kajabi, but uh, ConvertKit is amazing in so many ways. First of all, it it ha- it's not it does not have a beta system it's it's not in beta this whole tagging thing tagging is i believe the bedrock and the foundation of what makes convertkit aw- awesome the segmentation the ability to segment out your list and by the way it's not there are no multiple lists inside of convertkit it is mul- you can have multiple segments or multiple tags, and and I le- I even love their idea of forms, but we I don't even want to go into forms. I think that's more advanced for people who want to dig into that later. But uh, this idea that you can easily segment your list, so I can actually go in and I can drop I, I can get a list of all six hundred people who have gone through podcasting A to Z, and I could drop that as a CSV file inside of uh, inside of my convert kit and say add these subscribers even though those 600 people are already 600 of the 4000 that are already on the list right and what's going to happen is i'm going to say add these 600 people but when you add these 600 people and their email addresses to the to my convert kit i want you to add the tag a to z alumni and the cool thing is is that um when I when it's finished, it's like, hey, we've just added those 600 people for you. Now, the interesting thing is, is it did not increase the number of people on my list because those 600 people were already on there, but now they officially have the tag A to Z simply through that very simple import process. And now, from this point forward, I can actually, because of it, you know, ConvertKit has integrations as well, now I can actually have it set up so that when somebody purchases my podcasting A to Z course, in Kajabi, the that's automatically going to initiate adding that person to my mailing list at that time and, and automatically giving them the tag A to Z alumni. And all of that's going to happen automatically. And even if they're, again, if they're already on the list, it's just going to take that person that was already a subscriber on my list and just add that tag. And that's just automatically, it's just going to happen. And it was, and that's not something that was even possible with Aweber. You know, I, I couldn't go in and have Aweber go into the additional fields and and automa- have this automation of putting the A to Z in the additional fields. It just wasn't a possibility. So I was manually doing that every time somebody signed up for the course. Yeah, you know, what I think I like, I mean, the way I would describe this for you, ConvertKit, and I think the reason that you're so excited about it is because this program, this convert kit, this online software as a service thing, um, it it behaves the way Cliff Ravenscraft behaves. It th- it thinks of subscribers as individual people, not items on this list and that list and this list. But everyone is a is a, you know has equal footing as a person, kind of like a podcast listener, and. As you learn things about the people on your list, you learn that they took podcasting A to Z, or you learn that they clicked a particular link to indicate they were interested in something, it collects up that information in something that's called tags. And that's the same way you personally operate your podcast. As you learn things about your listeners, personal, individual people, you you collect up that information and that allows you to have a personal relationship with certain segments of your listening audience. And in the same way, your email list, as you learn things about those people on your email list, you can segment them in a way that allows you to treat the subscribers on your list the same way Cliff Ravenscraft treats listeners and actual people in his life. And I think that's why you're so excited about it is because it mimics what you're already doing. Absolutely. And then to take things uh, even a step further, there's this thing called, I believe, they, do they call it internal surveys? Uh, yes. 
so I think they call it eternal internal surveys. And this is and this is a the ability for you to send an email to people on your list and you can give them links to click on. And these links can be sentences that are, are hyperlinks. So for example, uh, Mark, here's an email that eventually I will send out. It's going to be something along the lines of, hey, Mark, thank you so much for being a member of my mailing list. One of the things that I am doing to take my message and my email marketing to the next level is I want to make sure that I'm sending you the right types of messages. Over the years, I've been promoting podcasting A to Z, and the reality is, is that I'm sending these emails out to people who already have podcasts. And so so that I can know a little bit more about you and make sure that I'm not sending you emails that are not relevant to you, can you please help me understand a little bit more about who you are? Please do me a follow. And of course, I'm just making this up off the top of my head. But click the link below that best describes you. Only click one. I do not have a podcast and don't plan to create one. I don't have a podcast, but would love to create one. I do have a podcast and am consistently creating content. Uh, And I, I have had a podcast, but I'm not currently consistent with it. And so, so basically, uh, what would happen is you would click any one of those links. And so if you click one of those links, what I can set it up inside a ConvertKit that as soon as you click the link in the email, ConvertKit instantly adds that tag to you. And not only that, but I can it, it, I can also set it up to where as soon as you click that link, not only is it adding the tag in the background, but it's instantly going to take you to a specific landing page, which by the way, I could just set it up to send you directly to an unlisted YouTube video. I don't have to send it to it. I don't have to create a video and then embed it on a on my website if I don't want to. I could just simply pull up my phone and say, hey, Mark, I noticed that you just clicked the link that says that you are an existing podcaster and you are consistently producing content. It's always great to meet fellow podcasters who understand the value of putting your message out there consistently. Thank you so much for taking the time to let me know. And now because of this, I will be able to send you more relevant information moving forward. Thank you so much for being on my mailing list. And oh, by the way, since I know you're all about creating content that people can't live without, now that you know, let's say that that you know that this person is a podcaster who's having trouble with consistency. Well, that's not something that is new to you. You know how to help those people. And so you can have an autoresponder series, like we talked about before, that that person now gets because they've self-identified as someone who needs help with podcasting consistency. And you might have a seven-week series that says, okay, here are the seven things that I know helps people like you. And you can really help people like that. But uh, someone else who has four podcasts is running simultaneously and they've put out 3,000 podcast episodes like Cliff Ravenscraft or 4,000, whatever it is now, you know the exact number, I don't. Um, But, uh, you know, they don't need that. So you don't want to send them that. But you can really help somebody once they once you identify them with the right tag. Yes, that's exactly it. And so the people who are people who are in the, you know, I don't have a podcast, but I definitely want one. The cool thing is is I can send them, you know, here are the seven reasons why you should, you know, create a podcast within the next 90 days. And I can each each of those email autoresponders can talk about the tremendous value that a podcast can bring to your life, how it can add fulfillment as you're bringing value to other people's lives. All and the thing is is I don't want to send that to somebody who is his who has now told me that I don't have a podcast and I have zero desire. You know, I don't want to create one. Although actually they might be good candidate for that autoresponder series. That's that's just something to think about, but maybe even slightly modified in the language. I know that you said that you're not currently interested in creating a podcast, but here are some reasons why you might want to, which is a different way of communicating to the people who said, I don't have one, but I do want to. So now I can tailor those specific things and and here's where the real value comes down to when it comes down to promoting and marketing products and services. And again, for me right now, the big thing is podcasting A to Z, right? So now when it's on my mailing list, it's on my to-do list, 
today I have to send out a an email to promote the next session of podcasting A to Z. I'm not going to send out one email. I'm going to send out three different emails. The first one is going to go out to the people who have said, I don't have a podcast, but I do want to launch one. And so I'm actually going to send them a message that's pretty much saying, hey, I I know that you have said and you've told me that you don't currently have a podcast, but you hope to start one. And then from there, I'm going to communicate to them why this next session of podcasting A to Z might be of interest to them. Then I'm going to go to the person, I'm going to go to the tag and I'm going to send an email to everyone who says, I already have a podcast and I'm consistently producing content. And I'm going to say, hey, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that, uh, you know, as somebody who already has a podcast and you're already consistently putting content out there, let me explain to you why going through my podcasting A to Z might be a great idea for you, how I can help you take your existing success to a whole new level. That's a huge that's a huge difference than communicating to that person that would you like me to help the help you launch the podcast that you've been doing for the last two and a half years without missing yeah, an episode? I mean, this is the phrase that's used in marketing for this in marketing speak is message to market match, right? And yes. so what you're talking about is matching the message that you have to the market that you're addressing. And when you send out a message to people who that it doesn't match the market, it's a wasted message. Yep. So this November, I'm going to do my Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale. And I already have an idea in my mind. I'll even share it. I'm thinking I'll probably package and bundle all of my existing tutorials that are available in Kajabi at a discounted rate of what you would buy all of them separately, right? So when I send out my Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale message, guess who is not going to get that message? People who have gone through A to Z. Why? Because people who have gone through A to Z already have ongoing lifetime access to every single one of those tutorials. It makes no sense at all for me to market my Black Friday through Cyber Monday message uh, to or sale to the people who have already purchased or already have access to that because they've gone through the course. Again, the whole, you know, it's the market to match uh, thing that you just talked about. So this, what he, that's, this is what's really got me excited. And the cool thing is, is that because I have this, Mark, I've been, I don't know if you know this, I'm going to pull this up. I am pulling up my, I have a Google spreadsheet and, and I have a tab that has every single equipment sale that I've, I've done since I've been selling equipment in 2008. I do know that Andrea keeps that sheet, right? Is that right? She does. She, she keeps the sheet for me. And since then, let's see here. Why? What is this? Okay. So it's okay. I see what it's doing. I have sold 733 equipment packages since, uh, January, 2008. That is $815,869 in sales. And and some of those are my dollars, by the way, because this microphone right here yep. came from you. Awesome. And so here's the thing. I have every single one of these people's names and emails, but one thing I've never done is had these people on my mailing list. And so one of the things that I could do with ConvertKit is I could add every single one of these subscribe or one of these people to my ConvertKit list, which by the way, I would never automatically start sending them, you know, an autoresponder series. But what I could do is I could go all the way back to 2008 and I could take all of these people and say, you know, you've purchased equipment from me in the past and I would just love to know, would you like would you be interested in this autoresponder series or this 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 e-course? on how, you know, whatever the case may be. Obviously, it'd be something that would be compelling and valuable to anybody who's purchased a $1,600 equipment package from me, right? So, um, or I, it's like, hey, I just want to let you know, or whatever. So I would create an e-course on, on equipment or something related to that. And the idea is to see if I can get these people to actually use an internal survey to get themselves into the one of my other autoresponders. And what I would do is probably eventually get to the place where after a period of time, um, you know, with a very slow uh, drip follow-up process, 
if they haven't decided to opt in via an internal survey and add a tag which says I'm now going to get this content from Cliff, um, then I can drop, you know, I can go in and, and remove all of those people who didn't respond to that. But it's a way for me to recapture, you know, almost a thousand people. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, the question to ask them is, what are you doing with the equipment these days? Exactly. I mean, you know, you, the internal survey is like, yeah, I'm still using the equipment every day. I have a podcast. No, I, I, I never really launched my podcast, but I still want to. Or no, man, that's like, I'm, I I'm out of e- that. I, I sold, sold it on, it on eBay. eBay. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but, and, and, and not to mention the number of people I've, I've got over 5,000 people that I've had back and forth conversations with that are logged inside of my high rise account. So while my list is only 4,000 right now, I have, I have ideas in my head about how my list could easily be at 10,000 before the end of this year. And the, it's it's just incredible what's opened up to me as a result of this. And not to mention the fact that automation. So, for example, automation. I I could put I could create an autoresponder series that anybody who has the tag um, A to Z promotion. So let's just say I do an internal survey of all those who I have. I do an internal survey of all everybody who has the tag. Um, uh, I I want to launch a podcast, but I haven't started one yet. All right, I, I don't have a podcast, but I want to launch one eventually. Let's just say I have an autoresponder series there, but inside of one of those emails in the autoresponder, let's say it's three or four weeks down the road, I ask them to just I say no no hard sell here. I'm just interested. Are do you have any interest whatsoever in potentially? taking my podcasting A to Z course at any point in the future? If yes, click this link. If no, click this link. So if yes, it's going to give them the tag, you know, interested in A to Z. If no, it's going to say not interested in A to Z. And by the way, from that point forward, when I send out a promotion to, to, to for A to Z, I'm automatically going to make sure that I exclude anybody who's added the tag not interested in A to Z because why send them a promotion for something they've already told me I'm never going to be interested in this, right? Right. And, you know, once a year, you can send them a message and say, hey, just checking in, making sure you're still not interested. Yep. Yeah. And, and so, but then here, and this is what this, this is automation rules. This is something that's built into ConvertKit. So if they click, yes, I'm interested in A to Z, then all of a sudden I can now have a special, very, uh, very logical drip of content that slowly promotes podcasting A to Z. Or maybe that's a, a list that I personally reach out to and with not an autoresponder series, but it's, it's something that I, I send very special messages to of people that I, I'm cultivating, I'm building personal relationships with them. I'm asking, I'm sending them emails and asking them to personally hit reply and tell me more about them and and getting to know them. And what'll happen is th- I'm doing that intentionally, and and so this autoresponder is gonna. Well, first of all, the it's not a it's not an automation rule that that gives them the tag. That's just the internal survey. But the automation rule will be anytime somebody adds the tag. Um, a to Z alumni, which basically means they've registered for the course, right? The, yeah. the automation is going to be anytime somebody gets the tag A to Z alumni, remove the tag um, interested in A to Z. Does that make sense? Exactly right. And that's, I was going to make that point too. You, it's not just that you can add tags, you can take them away. Yes. And so that that's equally powerful. So you can, these, you can move people through sequences by adding a tag, so they pick up a sequence, and then upon completion of that sequence, you can remove that tag and add another tag, which will start the 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 automation of the next autoresponder. And that was another thing that was very interested to me, interesting to me, because you know, like let's take Podcast Answer Man for example. You might have someone opt in to a a an email add-in thing that you have on your on your blog about interest in growing their subscribers. And so, you know, they get some information about that. Well, what do they get next? I mean, you can decide that if you move them back to your general list or if you move them to, you know, some other list based on other tags. And so this kind of idea that you can have this 
segmented, not just that the content is segmented, but that the, the, the ownership, the place where these subscribers belong over time changes is super powerful because people change right? These people that don't have a podcast now turn into new podcasters and those people turn into podcasters that are having trouble and those troubled podcasters turn into super successful podcasters. And as they change what they're actually doing in their real life, you can change these tags along with them. It's a super powerful idea. Yep. So you can take somebody who once told you, Cliff, I don't have a podcast and I'm not interested, but now they've actually changed and they are interested. Now that tag can move from one to the other. And there are different ways that you can make that happen. Um, and then, of course, you know, somebody that says, I, I don't I don't have a podcast, but I want to eventually start one. Now they have a podcast and they're consistent with it. Well, then you that chain that tag can be changed as well. Exactly what Mark was just talking about. It's it's incredible what we can do. And 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 Mark would I think it's safe to say we have only scratched the surface yeah. of what makes yeah. ConvertKit awesome. Yeah, and and Nathan and and the boys over there at ConvertKit, they're just getting started. I mean, you can sense that the, we haven't really talked about the level of customer service and stuff over there, but it's off the hook. I mean, I it's sort of world class uh, for this kind of software as a service thing, um, and I, you know, I can't, I don't have personal knowledge of what their roadmap is for features, but I just get the sense that the sky's the limit over there um, as far as where they're headed. And when both of us, uh, we have close personal, we're close personal friends with uh, somebody who happens to be on the advisory board for this company who has told us that anything we need in the service, let them know. And and they'll make sure that they they, they get this thing uh, considered and they're very quick to implement uh, the things that we want. And I even since, because again, I've been looking at this for the past year. And over the past year, I've seen tons of valuable things that are that are there now that weren't there before. And some of the language of some of their things, I think they used to call everything courses a year ago, and now they're actually segments or uh, right. sequences. Sequences, I, yeah. Yeah, and so just little tiny things, but man, they all add up, and it's awesome. And I, I've only been in it for more, just over, maybe it's just been 24 hours. And I am in love with it. It, it. it it was that quick for me to get everything in to ConvertKit and feel so confident with it right out of the gate that I instantly deleted my account with Aweber. I mean, it I, it wasn't even a second thought. It's like, dude, it's gone. I don't need yeah. that anymore. I think you know the 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 game has changed, and you know there's a new sheriff in town, and and these guys. I'm from Texas, so these are my analogies, right? There's a new <laughs> sheriff in town, so um, you know I, I think it's a good, solid decision, and I think of the decisions that you may have made in the last you know a couple of years about technology and things that you're doing in your business, I think w- you'll look back on this decision. Um, to move to ConvertKit and the Kajabi decision as two of the most impactful decisions that maybe you've ever made in your business as you roll forward and see the impact of the stuff that you're doing. Absolutely. And and I can tell you right now, what I'm the only thing I can do is is tell you that I'm kicking myself for the hundreds of webinars that I've done over the years where all of those people got into a got into um uh, go to meeting as far as their email addresses and stuff like that, but not once did I ever actually import all of those people into my mailing list. I mean, it, it it's just crazy and insane. But you know, hey, it is what it is. My priorities were what they were, but this is taking things to a whole new level. Uh, two things I want to say real quick. Uh, first, I want to let people know that I am an affiliate for ConvertKit. I was an affiliate with Aweber, but which, by the way, I get a I get a pretty hefty check every actually twice a month. Do you get? Are you an affiliate with Aweber? I am. Do I get, get it. Do you get once one? a month? Yeah. I get an affiliate. I don't know why, but I get an affiliate check twice a month every month from Aweber, and I only have one affiliate account. But I, I, I do get two checks a month from them. And I wouldn't complain. I'm not. And 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 I mean, they're, they're good checks. I mean, they're, they're pretty nice. Uh, so that and that will continue. Although I'm imagining some people who have who listen to this podcast who have signed up under my Aweber affiliate in the past. I, I highly encourage you. Anybody who's ever signed up with Aweber because of me, I highly encourage you to make the switch to ConvertKit. 
um, when you have the time to do it, and it doesn't take as long as you might think it does, because I waited for a long time because I didn't think I had a time, and then I ended up doing it, and it only took me like two hours max. And so, um, anyway, I, I highly encourage you to move over. I, my affiliate link for ConvertKit is podcastanswerman.com slash ConvertKit, one word, C-O-N-V-E-R-T-K-I-T. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash ConvertKit is my affiliate link. I will get a commission, ongoing commission, monthly uh, if you sign up. It won't cost you anything more if you do. Uh, and But there is a second thing that I want to say here at the end, and that is something that Mark and I have put together. And in all authenticity and transparency, Mark really did all the work here, uh, with the <laughs> exception for one email. Uh, but tell us about the special thing that we're providing to anybody who's interested in email marketing and taking it to the next level. Yeah, so, you know, we, we've been talking about all this email marketing, but we know there are people who you know, don't know much about email marketing, people that were in your situation where it's something they've been ignoring, they need to get started. So I thought it'd be fun to show an example of what what I think is sort of effective email marketing. So we have a landing page and you can go to this landing page and Cliff is going to give you the URL. It's a podcast answer man slash something here in just a second. But you go to this landing page and what you'll see is a video of me and the video is seven email marketing tips. Absolutely free content, no opt-in required. It's just something uh, I'm doing for podcast answer man listeners because, um, uh, you know, I think it's the right thing to do that will help you with your email marketing. And then down below that email, you'll see an opt-in box that, um, you can opt in to get a free email marketing e-course. I think we're going to end up with a six-day e-course on email marketing and how it's done and how you can get started and do it and and tips for best practices and stuff like that that will be delivered to you by autoresponder over six days. And I thought this would be good because I know a lot of people have a lot of questions. They want to see this in action and have it demystified a little bit. And so um, I've got that set up. And and as you're listening to this right now, that's ready to go. And that will be at what URL, Cliff? Podcastanswerman.com slash email tips. All one word, podcastanswerman.com slash email tips. Outstanding. And so you can, you can get that. That's actually a Cliff-owned email uh, address that will go into Cliff's convert kit. Uh, account and you'll be subscribed to his list with probably a tag like we were talking about indicating that um, you came in through this email tips location so that Cliff will know that that's where you came from. And so this will kind of give you a chance to see what, what my example of decent email marketing looks like. Exactly. And so to clarify, when you go to podcastanswerman.com slash email tips, that's simply going to forward to a landing page that Mark has created on his website so that you guys aren't confused of what's going on here. But you're going to go to podcastanswerman.com slash email tips. Mark has done all of the work for this. He's created the landing page. He's created all of the valuable content that you're going to get on the landing page, which there's going to be valuable content on the landing page itself on Mark's website. So go to podcastanswerman.com slash email tips. You'll land on Mark's website. At the very bottom of the landing page, you'll be able to put your name and email address in the opt-in form. And the weird thing is, is that actually that opt-in form I'm providing to Mark. So when you put your name and email address into that opt-in form, you're actually opting into my podcast answer man email list so you're on my list not on marks just so you're very clear of what's happening there and all this will be a lot clearer than it sounds when you go to the link (laughs) i just like to be transparent with people mark thank you so much for coming on i love having you on as a co-host from time to time just to help me have conversations about some of these geeky technical things we're doing in the business stuff that we do i've heard from a lot of people when you come on the show and we talk about these things they love it I thank you for the email autoresponder series. I just finished doing some editing on the actual e-course that we're going to provide to people, and it is, it's pretty cool. If nothing else, it'll say, oh yeah, I could do something like this, 
And I certainly encourage them to do that. So, Mark, thank you so much. Tell people, I mean, just in case this is the first time anybody's listening to the show, first time they're hearing about you, Mark Mason, tell them about your podcast, what it is, and where they can find it. Yeah, so my podcast is about internet marketing, and it's uh, it's called the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. And that's all about the fact that I have a, I'm a day job sort of guy, and I work on internet marketing um, at night, and I've been doing that since 2007 and podcasting about it since 2009. Um, and you can find me at latenightinternetmarketing.com. And if that's too much typing for you, you can go to latenightim.com. There you go. Latenightim.com. Go check out Mark Mason. Check out his podcast. Subscribe to it. I love listening to his show each week for all kinds of cool little stuff like this. And again, if you want to take your email marketing to the next level, sign up for this free six-day email marketing course. Uh, Easy for me to say. uh, (laughs) Over at podcastanswerman.com slash email tips. And if anybody wants to sign up for ConvertKit, again, it's podcastanswerman.com slash ConvertKit. Mark, thank you so much, everyone. Until next time, we encourage you to take everything you do in life to the next level.